Hello everybody, we're starting another Pizza Party the podcast and today we are having an amazing super special guest and that's Barry. Hi Barry. Hey guys, nice to see you again. (laughs) Very nice to see you. And I'm sure everybody who watches Below Deck and people who watch reality TV in general would recognize Barry. Um, We are, honestly, it's so amazing to have you here and we have so much to talk about. I know, I want to hear all about you, baby. I want to hear all about (laughs) you. You know, it's on a rerun at the moment, our episodes and everything. So they're actually rerunning it in the US right now. So I see all the new stuff coming on um, Instagram and what have you. People really hate me, man. It's like Marmite. You either really like them or you hate them. Well, I know. Well, we, we, we're going to talk about that um, in a few minutes, but we thought we'd go back to the start and kind of ask a bit about your, your past and, you know, how you got into the media, how you got onto Blow Deck, and kind of let people know a bit, you know, where, where you came from, how you got to America. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I met Tony in 1987, so 30-odd years ago. It's a long time. And when we were, we'd been together for about 10 or so years. And we decided that, you know, for our relationship to evolve, it was time to have a baby or at least start a family. So we saw an advert for adoption and fostering in our local newspaper and we thought you know what the hell let's give it a go let's get in touch and see what the process is and all the rest of it but it just didn't work out you know we were the first same-sex couple to make an application for um, adoption and fostering in the uk and we were almost like i don't know we were like a hot potato nobody knew what to do with us because two guys had never made this application before and it just wasn't going to work out i think the uk at that point was way to you know it just wasn't at the point where it was going to allow same-sex parenting you know we had section 28 which didn't allow schools and all of that to talk about get being gay at all so it was never going to work in social services the worst thing was i was a social worker working within that same body of people that were discriminating against same-sex couples so it was a little bit of um it was a little bit of a double whammy for me because on one hand, I could remove a child and place it in another family, but I couldn't place that child after I'd removed it from a bad situation into a family that had either two women or two men in it. Just didn't make sense to me at all. So we, we went to the US, we found a surrogate and an egg donor, and we had our first children, a Yarmet, Aspen and Saffron. And then um, it kind of just went on from there, really. But I think at the point when our first children were born because it was so new and they were born in 99 the process started in 97 so by that point and by the point we had had a pregnancy it kind of was massive news and the daily mail got hold of it from one of our one of the people who used to work for us who had just got fired went straight to the daily mail told them the story and then before you knew it was on the front page of the daily mail and the daily mail is a huge newspaper it owns the sydney herald and it owns lots of different newspapers around the world so that one story kind of went global within its own body of newspapers so on the same day when front page on the daily mail it went front page on the daily star which isn't a massive newspaper but it's still a big newspaper and it kind of just went on from there really and then from then until now 
It's just been like a big massive goldfish bowl. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I love hearing stories like that and kind of, you know, encouraging people to change their lives to the better. And yeah, I can imagine how difficult that is. And um, yeah, you know, working, like you were saying, in that situation and not being able to, to help them because you're being discriminated because of, um, you know, your sexual orientation. And um, obviously the world has come a long way since then. Um, thank God. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's completely different it's great. Yeah, very, very it's cool story. And... People like Elton John and all of those people, they're all having babies, you know. So, And that helps. The more well-known the person is that's going through the process, it seems to become then more acceptable. So here we are today. Yeah, Seven. unfortunately, uh, <laughs> celebrities and influencers kind of paved the way for what's acceptable, which is a scary thought. Yeah. Barry's family is the first influencer family. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Were you there before the Kardashians? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, what a cool story. And then I guess, so did that lead you to living in the US? Kind of. We, we were going backwards and forwards to the US anyway, because we literally just started our first business at the time. So we opened up an office in the US and we were going backwards and forwards. And, you know, it, a couple of years before we started our business, even thinking about surrogacy would have been a massive no-no for us because, you know, Tony and I were not born into a family that were really wealthy. You know, we had no money growing up. Our family were just regular, normal people. We lived on a council estate and, you know, I was brought up on a council estate. Tony was. We just went to university and we kind of broke out of that. We, we were lucky enough to meet each other and then we decided to create something together. And touch wood, it kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you knew it, we had all this money. It was like, oh, you know, you hear those stories about the nouveau riche, don't you? And it's like, oh, they're so tacky. <laughs> but I just love to watch them because they're just crazy with everything. But that's us. We're the real Beverly Hillbillies. You know, we, we kind of stuck <laughs> out and it went from there. I love that. I'm waiting for that to happen to me and Danny. I think we might Yeah, I know. Past, waiting for the day. Oh, it's definitely going to come. You guys have got so. I remember when we first met, and after we'd done that um, that season two uh, below deck, we came back, and we we actually really, really, really had a great time. And sometimes when we cut these things, it doesn't look like you've had a good time, or you've really hated everybody and all of that. And I actually felt really sorry for like Natasha because it came across like we really disliked her, we were being really hard on her. And to be quite honest with you, at first I didn't particularly like her at all. I thought she was a jumped up little prick. But actually as the things as the as the you know, the time we spent together went on, I actually got to really like her. I thought she was one of my my favourite meets while we were over there. So I enjoy I enjoyed Natasha. But with you guys I remember getting back and we joined you on um, like Instagram and everything. And I remember I said to Scott, I'm going to take a screenshot of both of the <laughs> Instagrams right now with the numbers that they're on. And let's see where those numbers go after this season's aired. And I think, I think if I remember rightly, Daisy, you were only on like 2,500 <laughs> followers or something. <laughs> 
before, that though? Before, before even the trailer came out, I was on like 400. And then the trailer came out and then it kind of went. But I had like the least. I think me and Danny had maybe the least. Yeah, we, we had this um, similar amount. We had like 600, 700 or something. Yeah, and some of the other people like Sydney and, and um, Colin had already had a following. But um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And, and the show is funny. And I think people will be surprised that we have you on because they're so convinced you know because of what they see they're like oh the crew hated barry and barry hated yeah. the crew and i think people are surprised to see you know natasha cooking for you and i'm like it's not like that at all i'm like no, i had we- so much fun on that trip like i love saffron to this day i still talk to her and and it was so much fun but just going back a little bit barry how did you end up on below deck as well it's really weird because you know we've done quite a bit of um, TV over the years, and one of the one of the researchers who works on Below Deck, and she's I think she's worked on a couple of the other um, seasons of the other show as well, you know, like Mediterranean and what have you. And she, her job is to go ahead and find the people who are coming on. So she'll find the lead, and then the lead will bring in the people who they want to bring on that trip with them. So. I'd worked with this particular person on a couple of other different shows over the last, I don't know, 18 months. And she she contacted me and she said, you know what, I think you should go on this below deck thing. I think you're gonna have a really good time. She said, it's only done one season so far of the sailing yacht. But I think, you know, I think you guys would be amazing. But remember this was, and what other people don't realize is, this was filmed in the height of the pandemic where we, when we came over, we had to quarantine for a week before we even came on the ship and all the rest of it. So everything was really much more difficult in those days. Even just flying from the US to Croatia was an absolute nightmare. I tell you, it was a nightmare. The plane had been canceled, the everything, everything was, was not going right at all. And we ended up in this, um, this villa with like three bedrooms in the middle of Croatia. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a beautiful spot we were in, but we're in this tiny, tiny villa for a week and we were all on top of each other. Honestly, (laughs) at two points during that that trip, we nearly killed each other. I remember Tony (laughs) and Brent argued nonstop. I remember Saffron was getting pissed off with Jasper and Dallas and we were literally just all on top of each other and then and then the paparazzi had found, figured out that we were in Croatia. And then before you knew it, all the Croatian paparazzi were hanging outside the door and they were waiting for us to sunbathe and they were taking loads of photos. And then for three days, we were in the local and national Croatian newspaper. <laughs> so that brought more people to the, to the um, villa outside. It was just crazy. But once we got on the ship, it was a completely different matter. It was just so relaxed from the moment we actually got on. We, we, it was one of our most... And it didn't come across. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> it was one of our best family holidays ever. We had such a good time with you all. It's funny because uh, talking about the quarantine, you were one of the only groups, I think, Danny, correct me if I'm wrong, that didn't argue. And probably because you were family, so it's yeah. normal that you argued in the villa and then you got out of the villa, whereas we had the opposite experience with some of the other guests. They they came onto the boat and I think with the alcohol and the, I don't know, the circumstances just, 
it exploded and you were you know one of the only groups that didn't argue and every other group I'm pretty sure there were heated arguments but you know obviously there's an element of someone has to be the villain and you know in our crew I think it was Sydney unfortunately poor girl and um, maybe out of guest wise she she's such a nice person and she's local to me because she's from Florida but Honestly, she was so nice. And she just didn't come across like that stalker that we tried to make her out to be. <laughs> but it was <laughs> In fact, you know, it's really weird because I know you guys have just been filming another season over in Spain at the moment. And I and you don't know this, but I should have actually have been on that particular series with one of your other guests because one of your other guests made contact with us after the show had finished, after they'd finished filming, sorry. So before it had gone on air. And um, they were going back on it this season. I won't say the name in case nobody knows about it yet, but I think you all know who I mean. And she's got she's got a child with what, the same name as one of my children. So mm. I was actually going to go back on with her this time. But I was doing... I just want to say... That would be an amazing charter. That would make the that news for be, sure. Uh, a charter <laughs> I wouldn't want to be um, too on, put it that way. <laughs> it was really weird because right until the last minute, I was literally going to do that trip with her. So um, I guess I guess the new the new uh, the new people you've got on the ship with you this this season probably escaped a massive uh, fallout <laughs> that would be amazing actually so i guess i mean i can say i'm not i can say i'm not there because i had a baby so that's not a secret but oh my god that would be amazing Danny would be just do you think you'll watching. end up going back on danny um, maybe one day. I mean, I never say never, you know. Uh, you, we never know what's going to happen in the future. I definitely would wait a little bit until Lily's a bit older, you know, not to abandon a little baby with my mom, but I never know. <laughs> Can you believe the um, the press interest? And do, do you know when our episode went out, the very first one, it was really weird. But for the next, because we at the point as well didn't realize there was going to be three episodes made out of our little time there you know but there was so much good content they made these three episodes but can you believe the amount of press interest from those three episodes it was incredible you must you guys were everywhere it was incredible we just didn't expect that at all i think you know you kind of need these kind of uh breaking points and below deck and you know we actually did have a really strong team and um, most of the charters, you know, were were really lovely. And I think, you know, you guys and Erica's charter were the most kind of eccentric. Um, but they were still, you know, you guys were great to work with. And, um, you know, I think we all did a great job, you know, as much as we could. But obviously the show kind of needs these breaking moments. And, you know, that was obviously one of these kind of with the, obviously a very controversial family. And, um, you know, which is always a... I mean, I don't Bonus. really care. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I think, you know, to have a family with all this love and, you know, kind of It's interesting. It's exciting, and, you know? Yeah. So people, whether they, like you said, whether, you know, you, like Marmite, whether you love it or hate it, people are interested because it's different. Yeah. And so that's obviously was a big part for the show to have this kind of, yeah, controversial family and then kind of 
obviously Natasha's eggs, which was a big story <laughs> point. So, <laughs> Barry, has Natasha learned how to make the eggs when she went to cook for you, or is that still a problem? No, I think it's going to be still a problem. She still doesn't get it that you don't stick that much swimming hollandaise. But it wasn't even, it was the whole eggs benedict, and I, I was like, oh, I you just asked for poached eggs, and you're obviously English, so a, a few of those conversations between me and Natasha, what people don't get, it was a, a language barrier in the sense, or a culture barrier in the sense that she would say, no, ho ho or poached eggs always have hollandaise sauce, and I'm not American, so I was like, okay, maybe they do, I don't think they do, but I was like, well, whatever you seem so sure of it and i'm like well barry's english and this you know obviously you see a second but this kind of went on in the galley and i'm like look natasha i'm irish and i'm telling you he asked for poached eggs and she's like nope and i was like okay i was like well i'm free <laughs> but she kept on she kept on hitting herself in the face with a pan natasha all the way through it because she kept on saying things and it was like no, that's not right. She'd argue the point that she sent up 20,000 pieces of pizza bread. And you're like, oh my God. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a strange experience. And, you know, I, I know I've seen stuff online saying kind of, oh, Daisy kind of sent this stuff out to kind of throw under the bus. And I was like, honestly, I argued no, this stuff so much. And I was like, and it got so awkward that I was like, she's not budging. And one of us have to give in. No. But, um, you know, since then, everyone knows, you know, she apologized to me on the show and she apologized after. And and the, the show is a weird thing. You know, it does some some strange things to people. Um, as we can see with, with everyone, all the cast, they went through their own little journey. And um, for some reason, Natasha, you know, didn't kind of didn't realize that I was trying to help her. And um, yeah, she kind of, like you said, kind of slapped herself in the face with the pan. But... Uh, you know, she came out and said sorry, and we all learned some hard lessons, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's kind of this this growing. You know, it's it's a, it's meant to be entertainment, but it's also this kind of growing yeah. journey for all of us. And having to watch yeah, yourself back absolutely. on TV, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And I guess who I'm always intrigued by this because I always think it would be really interesting <laughs> to interview the guests. Who surprised you the most watching the show back that you were like? oh, I didn't realize, you know, I got their character wrong in my head, or... I I would say Glenn. Oh. Oh, really? That's yeah. surprising. Why? Why? Tell us. Because I think he comes... I think he comes across really nice, always. And, you know, I think he's very conscious about coming across really nice but he made one comment that i didn't like and it, it got caught up on the camera and you don't see everything do you when people walk off and they say things and he made one comment because i was on my phone and i think he expected me to just put the phone down and have a conversation with him and it's like hang on a minute you're the captain of a fucking boat don't tell me i've got to put my phone down when i'm running a multi-million dollar a year business and i'm trying to send an important message out to somebody and you walk off saying <laughs> rude brr, and i just didn't like it at all i thought he was a two-faced bastard and i just i just there was just something about him i didn't like oh fair Whereas i mean you know it's I will say in Glenn's defense, the the only thing about part of the show, because I got this as well with Erica's charger and um, some of the ladies when they were arguing at the table and I walked off and I said, like, for fuck's sake or something, or would they just shut, I think I said, would they just shut the fuck up? 
and they were really upset. And um, but I think part of the whole show is because it's meant to be, you know, hospitality versus you know the guests versus the crew. I think sometimes because yeah. I felt bad that that these ladies were so upset by what I said, and I was like, well, no, that's the whole point of it is that you know we're supposed to be to your face like oh, la, 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 and then we walk away, which is kind of the concept I of the show. Of Obviously, watching, yeah. it's not it's not nice. That's but... real life. That's real life. That's what everybody in hospitality does. Yeah. They smile on your so face, I... they be super nice, and then they turn around, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, and I felt <laughs> awful because I was like, you know, and at that stage, I was like running, you know, I was 20-hour days where they, you know, we go out, turn the boat around, and I was like, it really wasn't anything personal. It was like, and it's more like, you know, for fuck's sake or rude or whatever, because you're just tired and it's easy yeah. to take it out in the gas. But I do understand no, I watching. And it was hard, like, um, you know, I had a fallout with Gary because of the way he spoke about me and um, behind my back. And we all, you know, had... You know, I know Ali and Sydney had a huge fallout because, you know, of, of the way they spoke about each other. I was even upset with Sydney yeah. with some of the things she said. So I think, you know, at some stage during the show, we're like, what the fucking prick? I'm like, who do they think they are? Um, no, but that's and interesting. You know, but what people don't realise is it is reality TV and anybody who's done reality TV or is in reality TV, they understand that to get the airtime, you have to have that controversial moment because if you're just the wallflower, you're just not interested and the camera is just going to skirt by you all the time. And the whole point of doing a reality TV show is to actually get involved in it. And I think that's yeah. what we all try to do, the cast the guests, everybody. And so that, I think that's what made our three episodes really exciting for us. I think it was just good fun. Yeah, and I, I agree. Yeah. I think as well, I think what people also forget, because people always ask, like, oh, is it scripted? And I'm like, well, no, because they've gone out of their way no. to cast extroverted people and extroverted. So even if we're not seeking screen time, we can't help ourselves because we're extroverts. <laughs> like, if I think something, I can't help it but say it. And yeah, you, you know. just want the attention, you just want to, that's how you are. You want to be around people, you want to talk, you want to you wanna be there, yeah. so it's, it's so really funny. So we don't funny. need to create the drama, and same with the guests, they're gonna, they're gonna get you know? people who aren't camera shy, who aren't afraid to say what they think. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very delicate recipe of a bunch of extroverts. <laughs> It is. And, you know, it's really weird because they bring all these psychologists in before we go on and all of that and we get talked to and everything like that. And they must be matching our personalities up with who they know the cast are already. So they're kind of thinking, right, he's going to spark a couple of buttons with these ones. And, you know, so I guess they know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And going from the show, Barry, you did something amazing there, that you got engaged with Scott, and that was so beautiful and so nice. Where, where are you guys at now? Are you guys getting married? Have you guys got married yet? Or No, we haven't. Actually, that's planned for next year. The problem is, well, it's not a problem at all, actually. It was a wonderful thing. We had a baby, and <laughs> what people don't realize are no... Well, they will not at the weekend because the Daily Mail are actually running a story on us on Saturday, actually. So look out for that one. But I'm going to break it right now anyway. So there. Um, Scott and I are having another baby. So hopefully 
Um, after, that was. After oh, Barry, we just Barry, lost, we you. lost you for a second. We ju- you got it to the point where um, oh. you're gonna. I'm gonna break it to you, and then it yeah. stopped. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> oh no! Go ahead, no! Oh, don't do that. So we're having another baby. Oh! oh congratulations! That's wow! Congrats! That's amazing news. Scott's in the background saying, "Shh." shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really. Oh, that's great awesome. News. Thank you. So what? So you? Oh. So when is the baby due? When are you? So what's happening with the wedding? Have you got a date set, or what's kind of going on? Well, obviously a very busy year ahead. <laughs> well, I can't say anything about the baby because I have actually signed an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really allowed to say it, but that's the perfect. But do you know what the the, the <laughs> podcast goes out after Saturday? So yeah, okay, and then. Um, well, actually, you know that loads of people are more interested in who Danny's baby's father is than. Oh. <laughs> this is about you, Barry. We interview you. <laughs> but did, did did you actually announce who the father was officially? Well, I I'm gonna say what I said in the reunion. Um, that's when the baby was conceived, and I only slept with one man. So. Oh. Oh, so you only slept with one man? Yeah. What? Daddy's only had sex you with one slept? man in the last year and a half. Oh, yeah. Literally. <laughs> I tell you what, you were the only female cast member on that ship that actually only slept with one man then. Well, she slept with a woman as well. But you can't get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Ali is not the father. Which is a shame. No, she's the only but, one. Yeah. Sydney only slept with one person. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. yeah, she only slept with Gary. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was no, only no. Paul and Gary and JL, <laughs> and JL was shacked up with Danny, and Ali and Ali and Sydney were fighting over Gary, and Colin had a long-term partner. That's oh no, there's still, there's still one other guy that you didn't mention there and I'm sure something happened. One guy, Glenn? <laughs> I never said it. I'm more interested in Gary myself. <laughs> Gary was good. Gary was a, a, the troublemaker. Well, you know what? The show, we're talking about surprising people. Um, but Sydney knows this. Me and Sydney are friends. But I was very, um, yeah, surprised. But like I said, the show does weird things to weird people. And, yeah. and yeah, we... <laughs> weird things to weird people. Well, we, we are weirdos. Weird. Yeah, so we all had our own little journey that we had to go through. It's not easy Absolutely. watching yourself on a, on TV. Um, you know, Barry, I think you already answered, but would you go back to Below Deck? You know, it's really weird because everybody's... There's two things people say to us after they've watched it. They're like, oh my God, who did you really like and who did you really hate? So we have to go through this whole process of, actually, we didn't hate any of them, every single one of them. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh my God, that Gary was such a jerk. He was so... 
I'm like, no, he actually wasn't. We had such a good time. It was so nice. He just was not like that at all. And then everyone's like, so who who was the sweetest one? And I'm like, well, actually, I quite like Danny. I quite like Sydney. I quite like Daisy. And it's really weird because there isn't one person who I would say we just didn't like at all. And then the next yeah. thing is would you go back on and it's like oh shit yeah it was so good fun (laughs) well you know i think that's you know it's a testament to our crew as well is you know our job is to be professional and to make the guests feel welcome and to be nice and you know despite our own personal drama i think that's why our our um uh season was such a huge success was because everyone was like you know what despite their personal drama professionally they did amazing and that's you know what we were there for and all of us really cared about our jobs and um yeah i think everyone you know i did like everyone yes there were people that i i grew naturally closer to like i'm pretty sure i didn't speak to jl the whole six weeks but i did not like him we just i just have nothing (laughs) in common with him um and you know i mean neither did i (laughs) well you didn't need to speak the lights were off and people, you know, message me about Gary all the time as well. It's like, he's such an asshole. I'm like, no, he's not. He's just a guy in his 30s. You know, he fucked up the first night. You know, Sydney's not crazy. She had feelings for someone. She was embarrassed, you know, getting rejected. Like, these were all really natural things that we did. And, and that's why reality TV is popular is because the public get to relate and get to go, oh, I'm not the only crazy one, you yeah. know, and... And uh, yeah, so, you know, people are always so shocked when we're all like still friends or, you know, it's same with me and Natasha. They're like, I can't believe you and Natasha. I'm like, well, I'm not going to, you know, on a professional <laughs> basis. Yes, it was difficult, but, you know, where's the fun and learning and growing and, you know, if we're all yeah. going to be perfect. So, um, yeah, we loved having you on board. You, I uh, mean, you, it, you it was literally one busy. of the most fun week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the parties and everything. Yeah, it was so much, so much fun. People, people don't get it at all, but it was actually so much fun. And even the stuff that didn't make it on air, there was so Oh much my God. Fun. Tony hitting his head on the glass door. Oh yeah. I, I was, I really wanted that to make it. <laughs> Honestly, it was so fun. So tell us so what your Were you guys... Yeah, go I'm on, sorry, go were you guys like shocked with the amount of, were, were you shocked with the amount of, I don't know, interest that the show actually, because this was your guys' first time in reality TV, wasn't it? So what what do you both think about it? Has it really shocked you, the interest that you've both got? I, th- I think for me, the worst was like, I didn't realize how mean people are. <laughs> I mean, obviously, people are mean, but people are really mean. Yeah, um, I think it's it's terrible the things that we get like on our DMs and like even throughout my pregnancy, people would say things about my baby. Even now, it's like no matter what I post now, it's somebody always thinks wrong. If I say the sky is blue, somebody's gonna say, "Why are you saying the sky is blue?" Sometimes it's gray, you know, like it's. It's yeah. insane. I think with the more you obviously have a lot of followers, Danny, and I think with the more followers you get, the more unfortunately negativity you get. And um, I think, yeah, I agree with Danny. I was, I you know, you think you're prepared for what's going to come, and then it happens, and you're really not. I, no. 
it's not like it you know we we talked about this in the last um was it the podcast i think about how our, oh yeah we did about how our lives have changed it hasn't aired yet but how our lives have changed and reality is it hasn't changed that much except for danny and ali in their personal lives have a baby you know i'm i'm moving away a bit more from yachting but it is weird because i do my drama series now i constantly get messages of people asking for advice and i'm like i don't know how to tell these people that don't know what i'm talking about that it was just like <laughs> a bit of fun honestly i get it all the time being like daisy i'm going through this thing blah 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 and i'm like oh this is so awkward i'm like maybe you should go to a doctor i'm not your person <laughs> um, they really like have developed this relationship with us and that is weird getting recognized as daisy weird. you should you should have a disclosure daisy you should be like i'm not responsible for any actions you take of everything anything i say i know because exactly. otherwise people are gonna say i did it because of daisy so it's your fault i know exactly <laughs> i agree it's a bit scary but it's you know i think it we've is. all kind of enjoyed the journey and um yeah we'll see what happens but yeah people can definitely Luckily enough, I didn't get pregnant, so no one talks about my baby. So. <laughs> Barry, I think the other thing that everybody wants to know is when are you guys going to get your own TV show? Because I would watch that for sure. <laughs> um, I, I can't actually talk about that, but we are in the process of doing something. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> That's really exciting. And I have one more question, Barry. Um, obviously, you've just bought a house or an apartment in Manchester. Are you planning on spending more yeah. time back in the UK? Or what's kind of your, your any future plans you're able to talk about? You know, um, we, we literally, I'm in England right now, actually. And um, the rest of the family are back in um, the US, but Scott and I came over because it was the first opportunity since the baby was born for my family and Scott's family to actually meet her because of the COVID restrictions. They've not been able to travel to the US. So that's been a bit of a bummer really. And while we were over here, Saffron flew over and she's been, Saffron has her own cosmetic brand and she's had it for a couple of years now and it's doing wow. super well. And since Below Deck as well, that actually really pushed um, Saffron's um, cosmetic brand and it was picked up by um, QVC so she'd been doing a lot of the QVC things oh, where she's been great. going on to the show and selling the products and everything and one of the one of the studios in the UK asked her to come over here and, and sell some stuff there and I thought, you know, rather than rent somewhere or buy somewhere, it'd be a great investment. So we bought this apartment in Manchester last week, actually. And Saffron's literally moving into it next week. So she, while she's in the UK, she's going to stay. I feel safer knowing that she's safe rather than in a shitty hotel somewhere in the middle of a massive city like Manchester. And, you know, I was brought up in Manchester, so I, I know exactly what it can be like. And I know what Saffron's like. And you both know what Saffron's like when she's had a drink. Love. You know? <laughs> Love her. <laughs> terrible. So I wanted to make sure that she was safe, so I bought this apartment there last week. Scott and I, and and you know our family, we're building a new house in Essex, um, where where we've all lived for or had a house for the last twenty odd years. We, we're literally building a new house, so we're we're planning to spend more time in the UK, but but not move here fully, you know. I can't afford okay. to move to the UK fully. The taxes are way too high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. But that's, you know, that's super exciting. It sounds like you have a lot going on. And, um, 
yeah it's yeah. amazing and on it maybe yeah we'll see you on below deck next year and it, with the two new babies well you never know <laughs> <laughs> i cannot wait for what is to come that you can't talk about <laughs> Well, I think thank you. I can't wait to see what happens for you too, because I know both of you are going to get picked up doing something. I hear, I hear, I hear lots of things on the grapevine. Remember, so I hear that this <laughs> this, this, this is the gossip at the moment. So, Danny is going to return to below deck, <laughs> definitely at some point, and I think Daisy is going to end up on a different show. Ooh. Real Housewives of Dublin. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I think Daisy's going to end up presenting something. Ooh, I would Ooh. love that. I get that told that a lot because you're like, we're like finding our niches and stuff, and everyone's like, yeah. I think you'll present something. And I'm like, I would love that. To be paid <laughs> to talk is like my I, dream I'm goal. sure. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure that because the thing is, you've got one of those Irish accents that's just so calming, and you know, you put people at ease. And yeah. I, I, I honestly tell you, when, when we first got onto that ship, it was like people don't realize it, but it's actually quite nerve wracking when you first go on and you first meet this group of people that you don't know, you know. And we, we got on the ship, and you actually made us feel really calm. It was just so tranquil. Oh, thank you, Barry. That's very sweet. Oh, absolutely. But I think also with you, Danny, it was exactly the same. You were just no... It was almost like you were no drama at all. Everybody else had something Aww. going on. You were just like the voice of reason all the time, you know? <laughs> I do think Danny was a big um, fan favourite with the guests. I think, you know, especially because you were on late and she's so, like... You don't get overwhelmed. I always had the guests when they were drunk, so that was the best. <laughs> yeah, no, you, the guests definitely loved you. Um, Ali was still learning, so she was still kind of getting into that. But I definitely think, um, from what I could see, the the guests really enjoyed Danny, and obviously, doing this I enjoy the guests. There's nothing best than getting paid to make people drunk. Just have another shot. Have fun. <laughs> it's so much fun to watch. <laughs> I know what's kind of cool because I think Danny was able to take kind of the guests under her wing and i because i think i just yeah. people don't see how much drama i deal with with the crew so i think yeah. it's kind of easy for me to be like okay danny and she loved it and was so great at it and i'm like okay the guests are yours and then i just i was dealing with the natasha thing that took up most of my time to be honest <laughs> you know natasha was so funny all the way i mean she oh, gave she you all good meeting on different storylines it was no, she, she was, was so great good. her her green screens were very funny and you know you, you know i like a growing story of mine and natasha's and that honestly even before she apologized people were like oh you know you and natasha i'm like it's just a work thing i don't have a problem with her personality yes. we're just on a work thing we're not communicating and um, so i'm always finding it shocking i'm like god you're your areas of business must be awful just because you don't like what someone's doing i'm like you know and and so it's all part of the fun but yeah natasha everyone you know brought their own special thing to the crew and and um, you know said apart from a few personal differences i think most of us have come out as good friends so. Yeah, and I think you come across like that as well, to be honest with you. I think Danny was right when she said one of the hardest things is 
a criticism from the viewers later on when and and it's not even the real viewers if you if you look at some of the comments some of the really really super negative comments and trust me we had thousands and thousands oh, and thousands imagine. of those I but if you look at the where the comments came from it was it was like made up accounts and they've got like four followers or they follow yeah. 5,000 people, but you know, they only have two people who follow them and it's probably their other, their other two made up accounts that actually follow them as well. So people hide behind social media and they feel like Rocky and that they can say whatever they want, but they don't realize that you're a person too, and you've got feelings. And I can only imagine what it must have been like for Natasha and both of you and the other guys to actually get that for the first time, where people were being super negative all the time about just the most stupid thing. You're like, well, hang on, I didn't mean it like that. But it doesn't matter how you meant it, because these people have seen it in their own way, and they are slagging you off like you wouldn't believe it. it's so hard can you imagine that on the children when the children are reading things online and they see all this stuff about their parents I, I cannot even imagine that's absolutely horrible um all the things that people say um and, and and i don't know if you saw andy cohen just posted something recently that somebody was like you should do better for your child and he replied what should i do better and they were like oh sorry i was just trolling <laughs> It just makes no sense at all, honestly. They're so rude. Barry, we are all running out of time. Uh, Daisy dropped, but that's okay. We will figure that out later. <laughs> any any last minute tea you'd like to spill? We ready for any tea? <laughs> well, absolutely. Well, um, I'm actually looking forward to this next season of Below Deck. I want to see if there was still the same kind of drama and the same kind of camar camaraderie between the the staff and the team who were working on that because I believe it was quite a new team that were on on the sailing yacht this year. So let let's see how that goes. But next year, oh, let's see what happens. Oh, so exciting! I can't wait. Oh. Say hi to everybody. We love your family and we all had so much fun. And thank you so much for being here. We appreciate that a lot. Oh, of course. But, you know, just before we go, let me just say one thing. I really, really, really appreciate everything that you all did on that charter for us. It was incredible. Oh. I think you all did such a fantastic job. And, you know, the underlining thing for us going on that boat in the first place was actually Tony's health. And, you know, he's had such a rough time over the last um, five or six years. And he recently caught COVID and became really sick. So oh. it was a massive thing for us coming on that trip. Or Tony, because we wanted to make memories for the children before anything happened to him. So, and we made some incredible memories on that trip. And you were all part of that for us. So thank you so much. We really appreciate everything that you did for us. You're very welcome. It was our honor and our pleasure. I got goosebumps you saying that. That is that's just amazing. We had an amazing time and Tony's such a cool person as well. So, um, so nice I'll never forget him hitting that door. <laughs> oh my god, why didn't they keep that in? It's crazy. That would have been so I know that was one of the amazing scene. But anyways, thank you so much, Barry. Uh we look forward to all the new things you have up your sleeve. Wonderful. <laughs> See you soon.
Bye. Bye, bye, guys. Thank you so much.